What's up, man? Dude, it's been it's been a long time since we've gotten a chance to record. <laughs> it has. It but has. we we've seen each other in between episodes. Yes, we have. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So this this episode is, uh, I know the last since the last episode we've gotten a lot of great feedback and I know people are eager to um, to hear from you to hear how things are going so. Uh, for our listeners, welcome back to another episode of, of La Ventanita, um, where we, what is it? You get a window into the process of church planting for this first season, and we give you, we give away some food for thought. That's right, that's right. Man, It's it's been a while since I've said that, so yes. I appreciate you picking up my slack. <laughs> it's all good, and it's all good, and, and thank you to all the listeners who've been patient with us. Mm-hmm. Many of you know some of you might know because you know me personally, but I've been traveling here and there. And uh, one of those places was Chicago. I was able to see my dog, Josh, the bishop, armor bearer, graduated. Listen, so. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just grateful <laughs> that you made time in your itinerant ministry, <laughs> in your itinerant speaking tour. I don't know <laughs> if it was stop a by and visit. I was, I was speaking on the streets. I was just set, setting up shop. Man, <laughs> what is our episode title today? You know, it was hard for me to kind of nail it down. Okay. And maybe maybe what we could call it. I'm doing this right on the spot, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're, we're giving you a title right off the dome. And the name of the title, I think, is going to be Proximos Pasos, Next Steps. Okay. I like next it, steps and 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 maybe maybe it, it, we should call it that because we want it to be mm-hmm. kind of a cliffhanger uh this is yeah. our our eighth episode mm-hmm. and it's going to be our last episode of the season wow so we want to talk about next steps what 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 are we going to do next with the church plant with the starting yeah. of the church mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so yeah we want to talk a little bit about that today yeah Man, so before we actually jump into uh, La Plena, which is our, our first segment, for those who are listening for the first time, uh, La Plena, we get kind of into the, the real deal of everything, of all that Jeremy is experiencing. Um, and for those who of you who are returning to listen, um, you know what to expect. But before we jump into La Plena, Jeremy, you got a couple people joining you today yes yes i do yes i do yeah so today i have my good friends my good friends beverlyn and jose uh they've been recently coming to 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 our midweek bible study uh they're their brother and sister uh, and they've been coming with their family and today we're just all hanging out at the library we're at the mandel public library in downtown west palm beach so like 10 minutes away from where um, we all live. We live in the same neighborhood. Uh, so we live on the south side of the city, yep. south mm-hmm. end of the city. So, uh, yeah, maybe we'll, 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 we'll ask them a few questions. Uh, but it's kind of a, a cool way. Or it's, it's, it's cool how we met. Beverly and Jose, 
welcome to the show. Glad you guys are able to join us today. Make time in your schedule. Um, yeah, so before we jump in, do you guys mind just introducing yourself a little bit? Give us a very, very brief bio, who you are. What's up, y'all? My name is Jose. I'm from the south side, from West Palm Beach. Yes, I'm sir. I'm 14 years old, and I grew up in West Palm Beach. Represent. So, yo, what's up? My name is Beverlyn. Yeah. I'm what's from up? Georgia. I was born in Georgia, and I was raised in Florida, West Palm Beach. Uh, okay. What part of Georgia? Um, I think it's called Bembridge, Georgia. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Welcome, welcome to you guys for joining us. Super excited to have you on this sh- on this episode, especially as we go into La Plena. Just to to catch us up, man. Since our last episode, so you had this interest meeting all planned out. Yes. It had all the lights, all the flashes, everything. But then you had to change some things along the way. So it's been a while since our listeners, um, or oh, since uh, since our last episode. And a lot has a lot. Some time has passed. Yeah. So we catch us up, man. What's been going on? How have things been since you made those changes? You know, what's what's new with the church? Yeah. So so the newest thing is that we have continued on with our midweek Bible study on Thursdays, mm-hmm. uh, right in the neighborhood, and it's been it's been a a phenomenal slow experience, mm-hmm. and I say slow because. Um, slowly but surely, people have been um, growing in awareness that, number one, we're a church in the neighborhood, and number two, we have a Bible stu- study going on. Uh, so so that that's what's transpired. The interesting thing is uh, that we try to do an interest meeting in the community. We had uh, free Chick-fil-A. We had free Havana coffee. We did these Facebook ads all over the neighborhood. And nobody came. We have a whole show on that. You can listen to to, to the last episode where it's we talked about that. Previous episode, yeah, yeah. And now, what we've noticed is while the interest meeting was a blunder, it was a failure. Uh huh. In the sense that nobody came. The cool thing was that we went out there to evangelize again. Listen to the previous episode. You could um, listen to that experience. But yeah. What's cool about that is while nobody came to the interest meeting, people um, grew an awareness that we were pastors and that we're planting a church. Mm-hmm. So s- people did see the kind of Facebook ad that we did. I think it was like 4,700 people in the whole neighborhood that saw this Facebook ad. Oh, yeah. So people were able to, at the very least, recognize that we're a new church. Mm-hmm. And... I think what's interesting is that that Facebook ad is how my friends here today they uh, they got connected to to the light. So actually, since we have Beverly in the booth right now, is it cool if I ask a question, Josh? Sure, man. Sure, sure, sure. So, 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 Beverly, can you tell us how how did you even connect with the light? Tell 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 the listener. I mean, obviously, I know, but how did you? connect to to the light um so basically um on tuesday i went i go to youth for christ with kelvin he's actually my youth for christ leader and um jeremy was there in one of the homerooms of my class in the mornings 
and he was sitting down and he was like hi what's your name nice to meet you you know it was cool right and then I went home and then I think a few weeks ago my mom saw his ads and he popped up in my mom's phone three times on her Facebook account talking about hey we're doing this new beginning church called the light WPV um it's right around the neighborhood you should come and then I told my mom mom this is like a new beginning a new journey for us to take mm. where we can worship the lord and my mom was like mm. you know what that's not a bad idea so she you know i told her let's go together and we went together on a thursday and we were like nervous i was actually really scared because i was like what if like they um like gonna judge us or like you know uh, i was just so nervous yeah. it was like a new church and I saw Jeremy and her and his wife, and they were like, "Hi, nice to meet you. How are you?" And he was like, "What's up, Beverly?" And they're like, "I'm glad you came. I'm glad you brought your family." And I was like, "Hey, yeah." So we went inside. You know, they had some um, food for us, and we talked. Um, they got to get to know my family, and um, they got to get to know us. So it was like mm. really interesting how um, we met. So yeah, I feel like that was God plans. Um, how wow. it's crazy how it was all um coincidence, cause like mm. I was not expecting you know to come to his church, but I felt like I was like a calling from Jesus Christ to like you know you should come to this church. Wow. Probably this church could be the one of all the churches that you've been, and I feel like he, mm-hmm. it's right actually. Mm. Yeah. Wow. wow. Man, that that's a that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us, and I'm I'm glad that you were able to make this connection with Jeremy and Angelica. Yeah. I do want to ask, if you don't mind, I want to ask a follow-up question because you you mentioned something that I think, uh, I think a lot of people will relate to this, especially when it comes to the church, when it comes to checking out, whether it's a new church, an old church, you know, coming back to church or checking out church for the first time. You said you felt a little nervous. Um, you were you were you were kind of a. Af- I don't want to say you were afraid because I don't think you said afraid, but you had this feeling that there might be some judgment from 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 the church Could you kind of share a little bit um be why you felt that nervousness of judgment and what what shapes that feeling that you had about the church um well the reason why i felt nervous was because like um me and my family haven't been to a church since we were kids so mm. basically we fell into the sin and so basically, I felt like every now that I'm a teenager, I've committed a lot of sins. So I felt like if I go there, they're going to like think of me as a stranger. You know, I, I thought they were going to judge my mother who she was. And I felt like that was going to mm. impact and affect, affect us in some way. But um, how um, Jeremy and his wife, um, you know, said, hi, nice to meet you. I felt like, wow, this is home. Like this is like mm. there's no judgment, you know. Yeah. So my mom felt comfortable and I saw how she, you know, started talking about herself and expressing more about herself and remind you, we never met Jeremy really much. But the part how my mom, you know, um, shared her story and try to get to know made me feel like, wow, my mom has confidence in that. So like one wow. thing when we went to um his church, my mom said she wanted to change. And that was mm. that, that made me really proud as mm. her daughter. And I also wanted to change, too. So, yeah. Mm. That's why I felt like fear of judgment. How they yeah. didn't like judge my mother who she was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beverly, thank you, Beverly, thank you for sharing that. I, I think 
most of us are are nervous when we come into any new setting, mm-hmm. right? And I think it it speaks to this idea that we all want to belong, but we don't want to be rejected, right? Mm. And yeah, what a lot of people I think are afraid to say is even stepping into a, a church setting sometimes like it, it it's a little daunting because you're just wondering like man, are people going to accept me? Mm-hmm. Are people going to allow me to belong? And you hit it on the money. All of us are sinful, not just you, Beverly. All of us. We talked about this yesterday in our Bible study, how all of us, man, we fall in short of God's glory. Mm-hmm. But uh, w- that's why we follow Jesus, right? We follow Jesus because Jesus, he took that sin, our sin, our sin's consequence upon himself on the cross. And we follow him day by day, imperfectly, but day by day with his help. So thank you for sharing that. That's that's really, really dope. Jose, I do want to ask for your experience. Um, How did you hear about the light West Palm Beach? What was your experience like joining in on this Bible study? Um, and what has your experience been like since then? How I found about the light was by my sister. And I think it's like a new beginning. Mm. We we need to change our life because God's coming. All I know that God's coming. We need to make the mm. best in life, make things right, not do things bad in life in life. We need to change, yeah. make a difference in life. Yeah. So what was that like, man, as you, you know, you stepped in and you had you sat in that first Bible study. What were you what were you thinking? What were you experiencing? Like were you were you nervous? Were you kind of like, yo, what's this dude about? You know, you're trying to figure things out. What were you what were you thinking and feeling? I was thinking like it was going to be like the other churches I went to, but this mm. church is way different. I feel like this is like a new beginning in our life. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you talk a little bit what what was that experience like at your other churches and then what made it different at the Light West Palm Beach? The difference was that like I I really like didn't like what's it called what's how do how you say this like I really had like too much like bad sins in life but then, but then like I don't know like I felt like something in my body like once mm. Jeremy starts started talking about the gates to heaven and how what's it called? We need a how how if we in order to make that even though we have sin in life we can still accomplish that through fate, right? Yeah. I think that is a new a beginning because I like once I felt that I I felt like I don't know like I feel like this like spirit going inside me, but like it's like good it's mm. a good beginning. It's a new beginning to make us happy in life. I yeah I felt so happy when I when I what's it called the first time I went to this church. Uh huh. Yeah, man. Beverly just gave a affirmation like, yeah, that's exactly what she was feeling. So that's the power of the Holy Spirit, just working in, in that setting. And that's amazing to, to hear that uh, this is what you experienced and this is what you felt as you uh, met Pastor Jeremy and you were in that Bible study with, with the church. You know, I, one of the questions I, I wanted to ask them is, is, do you think our neighborhood needs another church? And mm-hmm. if so, like, why do you think our neighborhood needs another Ooh, church from your that's perspective? That's a good question. That's a great so, question. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to Jose, and then we can maybe get a response from Beverly. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think we do need a new church because, like, there's a lot of people here that didn't, did a lot of sense, but I know that they, they can change. 
I know they can make a mm-hmm. difference in life, and we need to follow up with God's word. Mm-hmm. What if 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 people come to Jesus and they're part of a church, a healthy church, like the light, Lord willing, I think we're healthy. Uh, what impact could that do in our community as at large? What, mm. what what difference could that make in the neighborhood? The difference, like, everyone will have, like, a happy life here. Everything will be different. You're not going to hear, like, mm. n- like but you're basically, it's going to be, like, a di- different new neighborhood. Mm. It's, it's going to mm. be a change for all of us here in this neighborhood. So, so can, you, can you tell the audience a little bit about our neighborhood? How do you experience our neighborhood? What, what's our neighborhood yeah, like? that's a good question. Our neighborhood is basically, like, Basically, every day you literally be hearing like a lot of like bad music, and I know we gotta like stop, stop with that. Like we gotta like stop. Mm. What's, what's it called? Like all these bad things in life. Like mm. every day you wake up in the morning, you hear like all that sound. Like no, you gotta like start and put some good like God music. Mm. And you're a rapper too, right? Yeah, I'm starting. I'm a I'm beginner right now. Okay. Do you want to yes, spit a, a verse for us? Oh, I'm not ready. Yet, okay, like. okay. Yeah, good. that's all right. That's all right, man. Next, no pressure, bro. Yeah. In my opinion, of course, yes, we do need a new church. The reason for that is because we need to have, we need to save souls. We need to have more people to be saved. Right now, the world is really crazy. And I feel like mostly for the youth, we want the youth to grow up, to change and help other youth, like like disciples. Mm. Like we need disciples. Like I would love to become a disciple in this new church called The Light. I would love to become a leader for other youth so they can have change in their life. So once they change, they can also have other youth, and those other youth can help other youth mm. to keep our generation growing. And the more churches there are in this community, the more, then the better. Like my brother said, this community will change. And I feel like that's actually really good because we need to become a leader for like right mm. now like teenagers are probably like you know what if god doesn't like me i I am a sinner and this and that i'm a sinner too but like when i come in that altar in this new church called the light i would like to tell people wow thanks to pastor jeremy and my family for believing me especially god i change and i can give other people testimonies and you know so yeah that's yeah. just the reason why i feel like we do need new churches too have more impact on others to change their life. So, yeah. Mm. So, Beverly, can you tell us a little bit, just like your uh, Asher brother, can you tell us a little bit about our community? How do you experience our community? Well, you know, it's Hispanic mostly here, so, you know, you be hearing some good music, some good <laughs> yeah, song. Um, yeah. They got some good food, I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah. Yep. Hey. So, yeah. Uh, this um, is a big amen parties, to, to that. Yeah, barbecues, hold up, stop playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, but like my brother said, yeah, you can hear, you wake up, you hear some bad songs. But the community is not that bad, you know. Yeah. On Sunday morning, it's really sunny, so you know you got to go to the beach, take a break, have a vacation, especially now that it's summer, so yeah. So that just means, Josh, that you need to come through and come I experience. Need a, I need to experience West Palm Beach. You do. You need to experience the, the music, the food, and the chill environment. Man, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you for for reminding us uh, that there is a need for the church, especially, I mean, not just for another building, but because people's souls uh, need saving. People need Jesus. So thank you for reminding us of that. Um, 
yeah, so I I do want to turn this back to you, Jeremy. So um, can you just give us a little a ventanita into what those Bible studies look like? Um, what what happens in those spaces? Yeah, so so right now, by God's grace, it's seven of us. And yeah. man, it, it's it's been a long road to 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 come to seven people. Um, but I believe that God is doing something great. And God, as Beverly, Beverly already said, uh, God wants to use us to make disciples that make disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the Bible study really is just a time for us to be nourished in the word. And it's also a launching pad for us to continue to disciple one another outside of just the Bible study. Hence the reason why we're together right now at the library. So, so yeah, so so that's what the the Bible study's been like. Um, we open up the Word, we eat a little bit. We, we usually have some snacks. Sometimes we have a, a meal, um, and then we just spend time praying for one another. And then we really try to coordinate times to just link up with with one another in between the week. Yeah, 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 man, that's dope. And I think like Jose and Beverly joining us, they're just fruit of one. I think you being faithful even you know if if things don't go the way that is planned and expected but it is you know you're still being faithful to what god has burdened on your heart um and trusting in the lord in that but this is also a reflection of god's faithfulness too man that he's 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 working in the midst of everything amen amen yeah i echo that yeah so i do want to now move us along into evos Evos. So let's let's talk a little bit about what the next steps look like for the light West Palm Beach. Yeah. So so really, our focus is going to be discipleship, and mm-hmm. and we've said that that's been our focus since day one. I love a, a quote that a a pastor and missiologist named Daddy Lewis says. He says, "Discipleship is not a ministry of the church." He says, "Discipleship is the ministry of the church." And what that means or implies is that everything that we do is a platform to to make us more into the likeness of Jesus. To, yeah. it, it's a platform to help us follow Jesus more and more. So whether we're doing a Bible study or whether we're chilling at the library or whether we're recording a podcast, whether we're walking to school together, whatever we're doing as a church, as a people, as the people of God, the um, God uses that to disciple us, to grow us. So, so really, what we what we've been trying to do as a as a church or as pastors is we we've tried to really live into our values because when we look at our values, our values uh, they're really just a a summary of how God disciples us and how God wants to use us to disciple. Others. So our values are love, gospel, family, and stewardship. Um, so my goal is, as we continue to grow in our Bible study, to come to understand that that's really the way that God reaches us, right? He loves on us, yeah, right. He gospelizes us, mm. right. We come, we become aware of the gospel. We we begin to believe the gospel and apply it to our lives. And as we do that, we become family. We become brothers and sisters in Christ. And then as we become family, needs come up, desires and dreams, they arise. 
And that's where we need to learn how to steward all that God has given us or manage all that God has given us. And I love that language of stewardship uh, because it also implies multiplication. When Adam was was, uh, placed in the garden before sin even entered the world, God told Adam, attend it, keep it. And then when he gets his rib, when he gets, you know, his his girl, Eve, right, what does he tell him? Multiply. And that's, that doesn't just mean biologically. That also means culture making, right? Mm. Multiply, live, yeah. e- expand into the earth. So so that's really what we want to see happen. That's, that's, that, that's how we become light um, mm. in, in the 33405. So we're really, really focusing on living into our values right now. Yeah, I do. I have I have two questions just in light of that. So the first one I want to ask is, you know, why are why are core values so important? I mean, I think this isn't just this isn't just within the church context. I think whatever you decide to pursue, whether it's business, um, a music career, uh, you want to start a new brand, whatever it might be. I think everybody has a set of core values that really lay the foundation for whatever they're starting. So why are core values so important? Because our core values in in many ways is what governs us or tells mm. us who we are. Mm. And then I think it I think our core values also shape our practices. Yeah. So and I think the more that we uh, practice what we say we believe, the more and more we grow into what we believe. Oh, that's hey, that's a word. There's a <laughs> I think I think the the church has forgotten its core values, like capital C church. Mm. You know, and I think there are a lot of churches who are doing faithful gospel ministry, um, and it's evident. But I think, by and large, in the United States, they're kind of like what both Beverly and Jose were sharing. And I'm sure that as they stepped into these churches, they kind of felt a type of way. And I think that it's because a lot of those churches has moved away from its core values or even forgotten its core values. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you always bring the smoke. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't, do you want to name any churches, Josh? You no, might as gonna, well at this I'm point. I'm not going to name drop churches, <laughs> man. I'm not going to name drop churches. I'm just playing. Shout out to every single church doing great work. But, yeah, yeah, I, yes. I really do think that we we need to go back to, to the biblical values. I mean, the, our core values as a church, they're really just values that are from the Bible. Right? They're, mm-hmm. they're nothing new. But I think that sometimes what we say we value, we actually don't practice. I, I learned this from a a, a professor of mine. His name was Dr. Cha. Shout out to Dr. Peter Cha um, at, at the Trinity Evangelical Divinity School. When I was there, he, he taught us about a thing called explicit theology and implicit theology. Mm-hmm. Explicit theology is essentially what you say you believe. Implicit mm-hmm. theology is what you actually do, which says a lot about what you really believe. Yeah. Right? So an example could be if our value is love, but we really don't love our neighbors and and meet our neighbors' needs, Mm -hmm. then are we really being loving? Right? Mm -hmm. So we might say, yeah, our value is love, but if we don't really love our neighbors, if there's no evidence that we're actually loving people, um, who are not like us, 
tangibly yeah. serving people in our communities, then I think we really need to. That's 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 implicitly saying that we don't really love our neighbor. Maybe we love people who are just like us in our same socioeconomic bracket, right? Mm-hmm. Even though our value are explicitly might be love. Yeah. So, so all I have to say is, yeah, I think we need to be honest about what our values are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we need to really see, do they really line up with the scriptures? And and, and yeah. none of us, there's no church that has that per, or has is doing this perfectly. What I'm advocating for is that we need to constantly be walking that dance mm. or be walking that dance, doing that dance. Stepping. Stepping. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's, that's a good reminder. So my second question, this is my second question. So you have you've listed your core values as gospel, love, family, and stewardship. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, before I ask another question, which just came to mind, I do want. I'm I'm curious how how did you land on these four core values? Like what, yeah, what what contributed you to narrowing it down to these four? But what did you see or experience? in your as you're uh walking the streets as you're walking with people in west palm beach that these are the four core values that are important for the light west palm beach yeah so so our core values really came honestly just from studying the bible Mm -hmm. and early on when we were first planting or, or kind of organizing ourselves to get ready to move to west palm uh we were just advised to kind of put our core values on paper and because your core values implicitly explicitly they 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 they're supposed to create a sort of culture right so as we were kind of looking at the scriptures we said okay what what values do we think um can be of use in this community which i think the whole bible could be of use in every community but the four that stood out to us were, were the ones that I mentioned, love, gospel, family, and stewardship. I do want to talk about one of them, though. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. My wife, when she was in her graduate program, she studied uh, numerous churches. She was doing like a project. I think it was her, her, her final project to graduate. And she noticed that a lot of the, the literature on, on missions or missiology um, they talked about being missional, being mm-hmm. a sent church, a church that engages um, the lost. But an interesting thing was that in a lot of the missional kind of literature that was there, she found out that love was actually not a concept that was talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yo, that, that's kind of crazy. We're talking about missions. We're talking yeah. about being sent. yet." We're not talking about love and how love actually informs our sentness. Hmm. So that that was years ago. Yeah. So when we started kind of formulating, okay, what what do we what kind of culture do we want our church to have? We said, well, we need to love people, and yeah, that is so foundational, not only to what the church should be doing, but who God is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we come we come to Jesus because God actually comes to us first. Yeah. God positions us to meet him in Christ. 
So if that's true, then we need to, as a church, really evaluate, okay, how do we come to people and love people first? Yeah. How do we take an, an initiative toward people first? I, I'm not trying to preach. Hey, that's okay. You got the mic. And then call them into, you know, into God's loving kindness mm-hmm. through the gospel. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so I, I, I don't know if I answered your question, but but essentially, yeah, we... We really just try to summarize uh, the, the themes in Scripture mm-hmm. that 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 stood out to us and that we thought would be useful in terms of creating a new culture in our in our city in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, I I really appreciate the way that you nuance that, and we often do talk about mission and being sent out and making disciples of all nations, but it's often absent of of love or at least it's not explicitly stated yeah yeah absolutely and i think that love in many ways should be our launching pad Mm -hmm. as i Mm -hmm. said because that's the way that god oftentimes draws us yeah it's god's kindness that leads us to repentance or turning Mm -hmm. away from sin Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not like some obscure proposition right right god's kindness what do you see in the community in West Palm Beach that these core values help answer? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, so I think in our community, when I look at our community socially, not just statistically, although there mm-hmm. are stats on our specific neighborhood, but even experientially, mm-hmm. By and large, our community seems to be socially neglected, hmm. forgotten. I, I heard this quote. I don't know where it originated from, but it said that um, there's no community that is God forgotten. It's church forgotten. Ooh. Right? And Ugh. when I look at my own personal neighborhood, we, all of us, me, Beverly, Jose, we we live in the community, man. There's people who are struggling, and mm-hmm. and, and and it's not just th- these aren't just like people in a book. These are people that we actually know, right? And we ourselves, I, I could say for my family, man, we share in a lot of the same struggles that our community has. And guess what? Ultimately, the city could do great things. Yeah, and the city does. Um, social institutions can do great things. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's not those things is not what's going to bring transformation to our lives and to the community as a whole. Hmm. Um, so so I think. Although, yeah, there are certain efforts by and large, let's just put it this way, like our community is not developed like a downtown West Palm Beach. Mm. And I think the values that we have as a church are an antidote to a lot of the neglect that communities like mine face. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That was a really that, roundabout answer, but no, I hope that I think, answered your question. It it did. And it I think that last portion and helped answer some of the, the questions that I had had previously. So I do want to ask one final question before we wrap up our episode. Um and I don't know if this is going to be like a blowing smoke type of question. 
But um, yeah, we we you you talk about discipleship, and that discipleship is an integral part of us being Christians and Christ followers. Um, but this is also in the DNA of of the church. Um, this is more of like a a method question, but it seems like some of the convention. I I don't want to say conventional. Maybe it is conventional. I don't know. now things that now have become conventional. Josh, bringing the smoke again. <laughs> the the things that seem to be conventional and should work produce fruit and results. They don't work for the light West Palm Beach. For different reasons. And it's not because of you. It's not because of your team. It's just it doesn't work in the community. So I guess kind of leaving our listeners on that, on, on that edge, what then does discipleship look like for you as you continue um, your mission through the light West Palm Beach? So I, I think discipleship for us is rooted in presence mm-hmm. actually being rooted in the in the neighborhood and becoming a a visible witness on a day-to-day mm-hmm. when when people see us live our lives right and and people see that we're consistent with our lives not perfect but consistent with the way that we live yeah what what we've noticed, and by we, I mean my wife, Mario, and I think all of us that live in the community is when people see consistency, people gain trust. Mm. So so I think, I think for us, what we've learned is the cool new program, the, I don't know. I, I I I don't even know like all the cool things in church planting, which I think are really really dope, and I and, and mm-hmm. sometimes I wish we could do. Those things aren't at least at least for us what we learn aren't the things that ultimately attract people, and I'm not even sure if those are the things that I want to keep people with, even mm-hmm. if it did. What yeah. I, I think what has brought people, or at the very least, has has given people interested into what we're doing from what we've learned is being consistent being faithful with Mm -hmm. the word being honest about why we're here in the community like i don't want to bluff hey i'm a pastor i'm starting a church and 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 i think i think it's it's just a matter of just having real relationships with people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and 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 not just coming in and leaving yeah yeah and i guess uh, 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 this is the last thing I'll say. I think many times when we plant churches, we we want to plant the church, and I've been guilty of this too, but we actually don't want to be, we don't really necessarily just want to be part of the community. Mm-hmm. And all I'm advocating for is, can we really be part of the community and be and birth out of that a church? Yeah. Mm. And maybe that's why it's taken us so much time is because we're really trying to lay the foundation of, well, first and foremost, Jesus being the foundation. Mm. But as um, image bearers of Christ, we want to model his incarnation. We just want to be here. 
Yeah. And we yeah, want yeah. our community to flourish. And as we do that work of helping our community flourish and mm-hmm. grow and and we want and us living into our values just as regular citizens or regular people in our neighborhood, we want to see the church planted, we want to see the church grow. And, yeah. and we want to see our church sent, man. How how dope would it be, man? I, this, is, this is a big dream. I'm, I'm just going to dream a little bit, if that's okay. I'm not trying to be Kanye West no, today no, no, no. You're good. and go on like a <laughs> rant. But, unless, you, yeah, unless you do a freestyle with that afterwards. Okay, okay. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe. But my dream one day would be for Beverlyn and Jose and everybody else that we that we get to disciple my hope is that one day we'll be able to just through them multiply what we did here in this community, mm-hmm. wherever God takes them, you know, yeah. whether that's Jose becoming, you know, a rapper and being in the industry, man, I I, I want to see him rep Christ. I want to yeah. see him do that well. I want to see him, you know, giving back to his community as a, mm-hmm. as an artist, as a musician um, yeah. for Beverly. You know, I want, I want, I don't know, Beverly, I don't, Whatever your dreams are, if it, you know, when you go to college and you do all of these things, I, I want to see Beverly thrive, not just mm-hmm. survive. And I want her to be able to be like, man, I'm, I'm from I'm from West Palm. Yeah. And by God's grace, I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, so so for us, all of us, you know, I want to what we're trying to do is we're trying to reverse engineer that. With these last couple closing words, what's next for the light West Palm Beach. Yeah, so what's next is we're going to continue to do the Bible study. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to continue to live into our values. I just gave everybody um, this document um, that just kind of helps people, all of us kind of know how do we practice our values. Um, you guys remember that 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 document, right? So um, They're nodding yes, just for, for the listeners. They're nodding yes. They're, they're nodding yes. I hope so, yeah. So, like, we, you know, so, again, our, our values are love, gospel, family, and stewardship. Mm-hmm. So, um, can I just say what those practices are? Do you want to let our audience know or just keep them guessing? I mean, the, we can, we can tell season. them because I think, uh, it, I think it, it goes into what, what we're committing to do. So, when we talk about love... Uh-huh. Um, uh, a way that we're we're calling our community to to live into our practice of love is by doing one act of kindness to someone mm. once a week. Mm. When we mm. talk about gospel, what we're calling um, uh, our community to do is to read God's word daily, pray daily, and to share the gospel once a week mm-hmm. with someone. We talk about family. What we've uh, called people to do is to have a, a meal with two people throughout the week, mm. and one of them, hopefully, somebody who doesn't know Jesus yet, doesn't have a personal relationship with Jesus. And finally, stewardship. What we uh, what we've said is our we want to live into our stewardship value by working hard, uh, by giving to the church with our time, talent, and treasure, and just spending at least. Three hours of rest, of Sabbath mm. rest, um, for yeah, for at least three hours, mm. preferably a day. Yeah. So that's what that's what we're trying to do. I'm I'm trying to encourage our community yeah. to do that, and I think the more and more we do that, I believe that our community will grow. Yeah, man, those are those are some really good concrete 
next steps. Um, and so I guess people will have to wait till next season to see, you know, what fruits come out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So, man, appreciate. Uh huh. Go for it. Go for it. I was going to ask is it okay if we ask Beverly and Jose to maybe give our listeners some final words you can you Bro, encourage our listeners I was about to, okay, I was okay. about to ask them that yeah you you yeah all right start that part again no yeah, no yeah. you good you good yeah um would love yeah Beverly and Jose would love to give you guys the opportunity for to give the last words of this episode um it can be this can be for Jeremy and Angelica and Mario for the team. You can give them a word of encouragement or you can leave this for our, our listeners. What do they need to, you know, how can you encourage them? What do they need to know about West Palm Beach? What do they need to know about the light? The floor is basically yours to say what you want to say. Um. Well, I just want to say that no matter where you at, wherever place you at, if you're here in WPV, um, I, it, I will basically I, would love for you to come to the Light WPV. Um, basically, this church is um, something that has touched me, and mm. I knew this is a calling of God. So I feel like God will accept you no no matter who you are or what you've done. That doesn't matter to God. God loves us. We're His children, and He died for our sin, and that's how you know. The love that he has for us is amazing. So wherever mm. you are or whoever you, if you're listening to this, I just want to say thank you. Um, You should come check out the, the Light WPB. It's honestly amazing church. Um, You should bring family, friends. Um, This is going to be a church where we're going to see a lot of people transform into a new people. This is a church where we're going to see the girl church. Like Jeremy said, Pastor Jeremy said, right now it's like a little seed, but in the years, this church will grow like a tree. Will, and then the tree will have fruits. With that fruits will provide us energy, which means that right now the church is like small. We're like we're small right now, but once the church grow, we will change other people's lives. So we're gonna be that type of fruit where we're yeah. gonna give other people light. So I like how Come the church on. is called the light because we will be giving other people light and hope. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Man, I'm about to start like church shouting, bro. I was about to run around this whole room. <laughs> Man, thank you. Thank you for that word. Jose, you get the last word, bro. The last word of my day is to follow your dreams. You want to accomplish something in life, you got to work hard for it. And uh, if you're trying to make a change in life, follow, follow God's word. That's a good one. That's a good word. Man, that's all. So that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you for everybody who has been uh, venturing with us on this journey through these last eight episodes of season one. Um, so thank you for being a part of that. Thank you for all the words of encouragement and affirmation that you shared with us. You shared with Jeremy and Angelica and Mario and the team. You know, would love to continue to hear from you. Um, so, yeah continue to be praying for us giving to the light west palm beach joining us on on this mission and uh we hope that you can pick us back up in season two yeah all right this is it man this is it i guess yeah <laughs> see you next season all right <laughs>